The following thoughts on Hoppy Hour represent Ryan Hoppy and Fastit. Listener discretion is advised. Live from Tampa Bay, you are tuned in to Hoppy Hour. He's the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Wow, professional. Had my microphone off. What's going on? It's Hoppy Hour. I am your host, Ryan Hoppy. Hanging out with you for the next hour. You can always leave me a voicemail. 856-49-HOPPY. 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio. And you can always email me if you're traditional. RyanHoppyRadio at gmail.com. But the most important thing is that when you search Hoppy Radio on every single major platform that has a podcast you can listen, which I'm guessing you're doing right now, unless you're listening on Z Radio Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. East Coast time. 4 p.m. Central. But here's the thing. Use the iHeartRadio app, and there we have the talkback feature, so you can always get into contact with me. If this is the first time you've ever heard this show, hi, my name's Ryan Hoppy, and this is like a test trial. This is like me hanging out with you. If it were to be hoppy in the morning or hoppy in the afternoon or hoppy at night, someday and some way, watch out. Hoppy is about to rant. This show will be on the radio. It was on the radio for about six months. It was real controversial back in uh, December to June of this year. And now I'm at iHeartMedia, and things are great. I'm the executive producer of the Pat and Aaron show. Things are going wonderful. I've never been happier, but this is also my baby. I've been doing this for 10 years because I'm just introducing myself to the listeners that maybe don't know me or know the old me. You know what I mean, Jellybean? 856-49-HOPPY. So on here, I like to rant about celebrities because they're very easy to make fun of. People will go, oh, I don't want to hear that, you know? Sorry about the microphone. I don't want to hear that. This is so lame. Oh, so you want to hear divisive topics like politics? Or do you want to rip into rich people that are no different than us, but they think they're better, even though they have the same amount of time on the planet as us? You, you know what I mean? It's kind of fun. It's hilarious. You know what's not funny? Matthew Perry writing a book, Living in the Past. If Matthew Perry was so wonderful, if Matthew Perry was so talented, he would release anything but a book talking about when he was, you know, famous. This is harder than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Matthew Perry says he felt nothing when friends came to an end. Yeah, because he blacked out the whole time taking all different types of drugs, if it was cocaine or pills or whatever. I would feel nothing too. First of all, taking those drugs makes you kind of feel nothing inside, even after the high. And second of all, you blacked out. Everybody else had to deal with you for eight to 10, how many years I was on, I believe like nine to 12 years. And they had to deal with you the whole time and you have no memory. You have no memory at all. So that's why you don't feel anything about being on the show. 
because you're not going to remember being on the show because you were <laughs> coked up, brah. Well, I do believe that levity saves our lives. Mm. The actor gets candid in his memoir, Friends. Friends, lovers, and the big, terrible thing. And it should say in quotations, my career. It's candid in his memoir, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, yeah. opening up about his struggles with addiction, confessing that, that when the hit 90s sitcom came to an end after 10 seasons in 2004, he was the only one who didn't cry. Yeah. He probably took so many pills that there's no crying left. It just dried him out. You know how, like, if you drink too much whiskey and you try to have sex, it ain't going to really work? It's probably the same thing with emotions. Like, you just run yourself dry, man. Quote, Jennifer Aniston was sobbing. After a while, I was amazed she had any water left in her entire body. Even Matt LeBlanc was crying, but I felt nothing. He must have been awful to work with. And also, he's acting like crying's a bad thing. He's one of those macho guys. I don't cry. I'm going to wait till my deathbed when I'm 80, when I have regrets of holding in my emotions my whole life. It's okay to cry. Men, you can cry. Now, it's okay. Here's how it goes with men crying. You can cry all you want, but when it's time to go to work or time to go to the gym or do whatever, that's what should, you know, dry up the tears. It's okay to be sad. You can cry. But when you make it your identity, come on now. The same with people like Matthew Perry, people that don't cry. Oh, wow, you don't cry? Please, I want to hang out with you more, you sociopath. You don't have emotions? Oh, that's so attractive to be around. Just saying. Just saying. It was just a real oh, yeah. And once problem. her gates opened, then it was I just... I couldn't shut it yeah. off. You couldn't even... I'd plug it. I didn't... No, nothing. I, I still was just like, Jenner, are you crying as much as me? She's like, yeah. Like Matthew... David Schwimmer was probably the one crying the most. He's like, where's my career going to go? I'm going to be a valet driver in Chicago and then do a few obscure shows in 17 years on a Peacock. He jokes that he couldn't tell if his lack of emotion was because of the detox medication he was taking or if he was just generally dead inside. Oh, man. I feel like he's one of those dudes when you're at a fancy party, you're like, oh, let's invite Matthew Perry. Why the hell not? And the whole time he just talks about his problems. Buddy, nobody cares. But instead of crying, he took a slow walk around the stage. Wow, I think I remember a little bit of this, man. I took a lot of drugs. Well, do you guys have to go to the new house right away or do you have some time? We got some time. Ah, uh, they're showing a scene where Matthew Perry's not showing any emotion, which is pretty much every scene as Chandler Bing. Chandler's funny, but you can definitely tell, like, when he's chubby that he was drinking and when he was skinny, he just looks like he's high. In the 90s, it was just the, the uh, pretty boy squint, but it makes me wonder if the pretty boy squint that's done on every sitcom is just everybody high on drugs in the 90s. I'm... Okay, should we get some coffee? Sure. Um, where? Of course, the cast reunited 17 years after the show wrapped in 2021. Uh, I was going to watch it because I like Friends. I've seen about six seasons and I went, oh, I never need to watch this ever again. So when I heard that they were going to do it, I was so excited. And then when I found out 
that James Corden was the host, I all of a sudden was not really down. Someone from overseas who is famous for singing with celebrities being a part of the reunion of one of the greatest sitcoms ever. I'm not really digging that. It's not really my vibe. Yeah. I don't think James Corden's vibe is for anybody. That's why he failed. First couple of years, like we ate, we ate every meal together. That's right. Like, we we also even on, even on the weekend. Show, yeah. We always do every show we together. We inseparable, though, all yeah. of us. Yeah. And they opened up to E.T. about their strong bond, even after all these years. We really grew close as a family and part of the... Oh, did you? Then what is uh, Chandler? What is Matthew Perry then in the family? The weird uncle. The reason was that that initial success of the show yeah. was something that no other, no one else could relate to or, or was going through except the other five actors. So... Yeah, you guys are working it. The rest of us, it's entertainment. It's, it's like if you work in radio and someone's like, I love the radio show you work on. It must be so much fun. You're like, there's fun perks, but it's a job. It's a job at the end of the day. Um, we, really, we really got close because of that experience too. Oh, wow. There was something that was laid down at the very, very beginning that kind of went into our neural pathways that we instantly, it was in our DNA that we were family, we were going to take care of each other. You know what that's called? You saw the potential in money and you're like, let's pretend to be friends for 10 years to make a lot of money, especially in the prime of the 90s where everybody was making money on money on money. We're the most grateful women that I know who have been able to be a part of something like this. And Matthew echoes all that in his book, calling friends a safe place. And How do you know if it was safe if you don't remember anything? And a touchstone of calm. Quote, it had given me a reason to get out of bed every morning, and it had also given me a reason to take it just a little bit easier the night before. It was the time of our lives. Yeah, by taking it easy the night before, he just waited until the show to pop nine pills. Ah, why do it when I'm not at work? Let me do it when I'm at work. You get into that, uh, you get into a place in your life where you're having a problem and you either, you know, lie down about it or step up to bat and take your uh, take your swing and or just write a book and claim that you're a victim even though you made millions of dollars i'm not saying addiction can't hit matthew perry but you have all the resources to get help i'm sure everybody was trying to get you help but you don't remember any of it i'm just saying <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Allie for Hollywood Life, and we are here with your Card Jenner Roundup. Yay! Let's jump into it today with Kim Kardashian, who looked like she had a happy Halloween herself. This of course she did. She's Kim Kardashian. I wonder what her Halloween was really like. Oh yeah, that was right. Kanye West got kicked out of a soccer game. So I'm going to guess, not too good. It was actually scary. Kim's founder revealed yesterday in an Instagram story that she attended Tracy Ellis Ross's birthday party uh, over the weekend, fully decked out in an X-Men Mystique costume. The only problem was that it wasn't a costume party. Kim Oops! Kim posted a selfie on her Instagram story of herself wearing a head-to-toe blue latex ensemble standing with... Oh, yeah, she looks good. Uh, by the way, 
She probably did that on purpose. Because if you're just going to go to a fancy party and wear your nice tight dress, you're just going to be like any other selfie. But if she dresses up as an X-Men character, but kind of looks like an Ev- Avatar character, that's going to get you a little more clicks. That's going to get you a little more clout. Standing beside the birthday girl. She captioned the pic, that time I showed up to a birthday dinner in full costume when Sounds like a it was a costume party. Get it how they have that time as the... Uh, or it's the one with whatever. That joke, it failed. Happy birthday to the most beautiful, kind soul, Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah. Well, regardless, I am sure that Kim had a great time. And who knows, maybe we'll be seeing her in the next X-Men movie. That hair and makeup was pretty spot on. I mean, the acting would be the same. Moving on to Northwest, speaking of spot on, because it looks like she might have won Halloween with her incredible alien costume. The adorable nine-year-old shared a TikTok video on her joint account with her mom. That kid is adorable with that sassiness she has when she gets pissed off at the paparazzi. You see a lot of Kanye West there. Kim, which showed a time-lapse of makeup artists preparing North and showing off her prosthetic bald red alien head and bulging black eyes. Got it. The costume also featured fake dried blood around her mouth and teeth, as well as her arms. She also had makeup on them to look like alien hands. Oh, man, when I was a kid, I was lucky if my mom would spend 40 bucks at Spirit Halloween. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. I have to say, this costume was so well detailed and so creepy. You just win, North. Alrighty. Continuing with Halloween costumes, Khloe Kardashian finally gave fans a glimpse of her three-month-old son. What What was her outfit? A uh, confident woman? Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. Oh, yeah. This following segment was brought to you by FitsageFitness.com. When I tell you, or FitsageFitness.net, rather. When I tell you that he's the best workout trainer in all of the Bay Area, I'm a man of my words. I would not lie to you. All you have to do is go to FitsageFitness.net. He's got different memberships. And when you go there and you tell him I sent you, Devin Prasad, the best in the Bay, he'll hook you up. Happy hour. Happy hour. say the life expectancy of the average man is now 76.2 years. <gasps> 76.2, but I'm already 38.1. I've wasted half my life. Half my life gone, and I'm only guaranteed 38 more years. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Fox and machine Let me rewind that. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are facing backlash after posting about their Halloween costumes over the weekend. Oh man, if you're spending your short lifetime getting offended over two Hollywood props, I feel bad for you. 
On Sunday, the mom of three shared a series of photos and videos of herself and her fiance. It's very weird to think that Megan Fox is a mother of three. I'm not saying she's a good mother. I'm not saying she's a bad mother. It's just weird to think that she's a mother. Dressed up as a priest and a lingerie-wearing worshiper. <laughs> On Sundays, we take communion. She ca- I mean, that doesn't seem like an outfit. That seems like most priests. <laughs> and her fiancé. Dressed up as a priest and a lingerie-wearing worshiper. On- I mean, uh, that's not the worst thing a priest could worship. On Sundays, we take communion, she captioned the post as Yeah. She shared a clip of herself on her knees, wearing a collar and leash while MGK fed her. Oh, they're so edgy, bro. Watch out. Oh, God, they're the worst. (laughs) Fans flooded the comments section, slamming the pair for their choices. Oh, heaven forbid you rip into religion that can be homophobic and treat people badly and exclude people. Oh, but when MGK and Megan Fox are edgy, that's what's really offensive. You know what's really offensive? is he, He's probably so whipped in that relationship. It's probably insane. It's probably out of this world. And I'm not just saying sexually. Hey, Colson, go make me dinner. Okay, babe. <laughs> Writing. The humiliating and degrading thing people do for social media. They weren't forced this wasn't like hot girls wanted that porn documentary where the girl is like forced to eat out of a dog bowl they willingly took this (laughs) i'm so offended over them asking for attention you do realize this was just for publicity i'm not saying they're kinky i'm not not saying they're kinky I'm just saying, if you're really offended over a social media's planned out post, you are a sheep. You fall for everything. What the is wrong with you people? A lot of things. And this is just distasteful, and I'm an atheist. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Watch out for the atheists. Religious people can be such asswipes the way they preach onto you. But on the other end of the spectrum... On the other end of the seesaw, you have atheists that are like, there is no proof that there's God, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's true, but they're just such asswipes about it. You want an example? Ricky Gervais. While others added, unacceptable. No one should ever mock someone else's religion. But they, but religion mocks people all the time passive aggressively. That's what I hate is when religious people get so like offended over it. Relax. Wow, this is wrong on so many levels. Oh, but the all the church is covering up pedophilia. Whatever. But a bunch of celebrities taking a planned photo shoot for attention. That's the distasteful thing in all of this. Got it. That's not the only style choice the couple is taking heat about. On- what else they do? It's so offensive. Saturday, Megan shared a series of images from their other look, where they dressed up as Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. Oh, wow. How does this affect you? For the people that are mad. I'm just doing this to make fun of them. But how does this, how does this affect you? Did you not get a nice enough car because of this? Like, if they had not done the photo shoot, would your car be nicer? Would your house be nicer? Would you have more food in the fridge? Would, you, would your sex life be better? No, it doesn't impact you. So when you're spending your short lifetime, this really short life on this, man, I pity you. But are these even costumes? Megan captioned the image carousel. Doesn't. 
man, Megan looks better than Pamela ever did. Pamela just like, ah, wow, you got big, you got a big personality. Wow. The fans weren't having it in the comments saying, how about some fans that were having it? Oh, the media paying only paying attention only to negativity. Oh, but I thought mental health mattered. <laughs> Babe, I sure hope so. We all remember how this relationship turned out. All these keyboard women, all these keyboard killers talking behind the back. But if Megan Fox and MGK were to walk in the room, they'd be like, I'm such a big fan. Could I have a selfie? But behind the keyboard, you're such a tough guy. And they always have private accounts. Do you ever notice the meanest people on social media don't show their own flaws? Mm-hmm. This is so dumb and insensitive. Oh, man. Oh, but you talking smack behind a keyboard. Oh, that's acceptable because they're famous. Oh, they don't have mental health issues. And I'm not saying that they're not putting themselves out there for attacks, but the same people that are ripping into MGK and Megan Fox, if those comments were given to them, oh, I'm a victim. But when it's, uh, when it's two famous people, oh, no, 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 they don't feel emotions. Trust me. Look at Tom Brady's life. He's one of the most famous people ever, and he's feeling a lot of emotions lately. I'm just being real. I'm just being honest, because that's what I do here on Happy Hour. You know what else I'm going to be honest about? I feel like the set of Glee was not a really healthy environment. I'm kind of getting the vibe now that it's been 10 years since it's been off. All the uh, Corey, whatever his last name was, died of the heroin overdose. The one dude was a pedophile. Leah Michelle was just insufferable to be around. It seemed like there were a lot of flaws on Glee. Mr. Shu, I believe, was a crystal meth addict in Ian's script. According to Ryan Murphy, Glee wasn't always so gleeful. In the first episode of the revamped And That's What You Really Missed podcast, the hit show's creator... Oh, I'm glad it's revamped, because we all were listening to the original one. <laughs> oh, now it's better than ever. The revamped version of this podcast has such hard-hitting interviews. The hit show's creator reveals that Will Schuster, a.k.a. Mr. Shu, wasn't actually the best role model in the pilot's original script. So was he I also, said, like, doing... Was, was he, like, touching the children or yes. something? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a delightful show. Yeah, Fox definitely was like, yeah, we're not doing this. I know we have pedophilia jokes with the Herbert character on Family Guy, but we can't do this. It was, it was like a very dark, dark... It was sort of like election. Remember that Reese Witherspoon yes. election? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we all saw it. Uh, that would have been really good for, like, HBO, but uh, Fox, yeah. I don't really see seventh graders really wanting to see people getting touched and doing meth. It's not exactly a gleeful show. But then again, it kind of does fit the vibe of it. it. Just Even when you watch the acting, you could tell everybody hated each other. You kind of get the same vibes from Riverdale. Yeah. But, like, the NC-17 version of show choir with like yeah. a weird protagonist who is unraveling right i don't even know what nc-17 is like i know what nc-17 is but i don't think i've ever actually seen a movie that's nc-17 well maybe three times on monday <laughs> happy hour happy hour We'll be right back. Oh, yeah. This following segment was brought to you by Rich Keeley. 
He is the best barber in all of the Bay Area. He's over at Salon Loft on West Shore Boulevard, or on Kennedy Boulevard, rather, right next door to McDonald's. When you sign up for an appointment at richkbarber.com and you tell him that I sent you, he'll hook you up. But here's the thing. You might have to wait a few days, or he might have openings, or you might have to join the waiting list, but would you rather just get an average haircut where you don't even know what's going to happen? Like, you can go into one of those chain places, and you're just kind of rolling the dice. Maybe this person will give me a good haircut. Maybe they probably won't. Here's the thing. Rich Keeley will always give you a 10 out of 10 haircut. And when you go there and sign up at Rich Keeley at our at uh, richkbarber.com and you go there and you tell him I sent you, he's gonna hook you up. Happy hour. Happy hour. This little guy. Buddy, if I had a peanut, I'd give it to you. Hey, who's got a peanut for turtle face? Don't, he's allergic. It's time to turn Hoppy on. Happy hour. Happy hour. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Here it is. What? The most listened to radio show on the planet. The other stations are tuned in too. Oh, yeah. 856 49 Hobby. It's 856 494 6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio. You can always email me ryanhoppyradio at gmail.com. And if you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, which I don't know why you wouldn't be listening on the iHeartRadio app. Search up Hoppy Radio, and there, you can use the talkback feature. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go! But maybe you just don't want to use the app, which I really want you to. I want the company to see some numbers. But we're also on Spotify, TuneIn, Spreaker, Mixcloud, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Odyssey, Deezer. We're everywhere, baby. Google Play. Search up Hoppy Radio, H-O-P-P-E Radio. And listen during your favorite radio show's long commercial break. All right, back to the celebrity news. Only on Hoppy Hour. He never holds back. I don't. He speaks his mind. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Musk is being slammed for reposting an article suggesting Nancy Pelosi's husband had some sort of relationship with the man accused of trying to kill him with a hammer. <laughs> Listen, I despise the Pelosi's more than anything on this earth. I think they are entitled brats. I think they represent everything that's insufferable about the boomer generation. Yeah, it's not every boomer. It's just most of them and all of them. Here's the thing. This white trash loser, this neckbeard loser that broke into their house, they would never be seen with him for a second. That's like a poor person hanging out with a rich person. They wouldn't even do a photo op with them. If there was 10 people on a line, they would skip him. You know what I mean? So that conspiracy is dumb. Old rich man hangs out with nerd who goes on Reddit. Yeah, that's going to happen. 
There is a tiny possibility there might be more to this story than meets the eye. No, it's somebody who's all right, who's crazy, who's nuts, who takes politics a little too seriously and doesn't realize that every politician can give a crap about us. We're one of 300 million. So he broke into the house to prove a point that he has a small penis. Tweeted the world's richest man who just bought Twitter. The article. Oh, yeah. Twitter, what a riveting sight. In a far-right online newspaper made the outlandish claim yeah. that the hammer-wielding madman was a male prostitute who... Ah, oh, trust me. I'm not really into hookers. I don't really need it. I think if you get a hooker, it's pathetic. Pornhub essentially does the same thing. But let me tell you, he would get no service if he was a hooker. He is a revolting looking man. And I'm heterosexual and I can appreciate a good looking man. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he is not good looking. All Pelosi allowed into his home. Yeah. Musk later deleted today? the post. Photographers oh. caught up with him at a Halloween party. What, what do you come dressed as today? A douche. You'll never guess. Donald Trump Jr. is all- What a riveting personality. Elon has. Oh, but I thought Elon was so about free speech and doing whatever you want. Then why'd you delete the tweet, you wimp? I thought you were such a Billy Bittis. Watch out for Elon. You never know what he's going to do. He might just post really fake news and then delete it like a wimp. Enough of you. There is also coming under heat for making a joke out of the attack. Oh, yeah, Donald Trump Jr. When I think of a classy piece of garbage, I think of him. Yuck. Let's make a joke about somebody on the other political party almost dying. But if it happened to us, then we would be mad. Man, politics is just BS. Got my Paul Pelosi Halloween costume ready, he posted. It shows underwear and a hammer. What we are. <laughs> You're so funny, Donald Jr. I'm sure all the women you've been with are totally with you for that riveting personality and not the bank account. Because when I think of a riveting personality, I think of anybody related to Donald Trump. They're not smarmy at all, and they're really genuine. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Just saying. We are seeing, sadly, um, is just the continued meanness uh, in American politics. Oh, shut up, CNN reporter. I'm sure you were never mean to Donald Trump. <laughs> CNN was cruel to Trump. I'm not saying he didn't deserve it. I'm not saying he deserved it. I'm just saying I love how CNN, now that they protect Biden, they're like, we're not mean anymore. Shut up up you hired pierce morgan you have a whole legacy of being mean cold-blooded meanness many republicans are denouncing the attack what happened to uh, paul pelosi is despicable it's oh i'm glad rick scott thinks so finally someone that's a human being when i think of a genuine man i think of rick scott unacceptable but others are accused of stoking hate of Nancy Pelosi. On your Twitter feed, you posted this video where you're firing a gun and it says, enjoyed exercising my Second Amendment rights. Oh, I'm sure this senator has got such a big penis. He's shooting a gun. Wow, you're so cool, bro. Because people that collect guns are so cool. Hashtag fire Pelosi. And they're not overcompensating. I need this gun to feel like a man. Oh, get away from me. If I had a daughter, don't date her. 
exercising our Second Amendment rights, having That's fun. That's not a debate about the Second Amendment. Yep. That's not a debate about the Second Amendment. I love when these reporters get spicy. And then the guy's like, bah! I'm not used to someone correcting me because I have a bunch of yes men that kiss my ass. Ah! Hashtag yes. Pelosi. Yes, it is. We're also... Yes, yes. I'm, a, I'm agreeing with you that I'm an asshat. I don't know much. Learning more about the suspect, 42-year-old David DePape. His his name would be David DePape. He just looks like a David DePape. Like, if you would have said to me, is that guy going to be named David DePape? I'd be like, yeah, he looks like a loser. He's not someone I'd want to hang out with. He's not someone I'd want to be seen in public with. Why, do you ask? loser just saying he's not really a winner he's not somebody you want to hang out with let's break into one of the most famous rich powerful people on this globe that's gonna end really well his former girlfriend is calling him a broken child in an adult body with serious mental problems uh it sounds like it when he allegedly burst into the pelosi home in san francisco he called out where's nancy and uh, that's that's not scary or anything. Again, I despise the Pelosi's. I despise that her husband essentially got away with a DUI. Whatever. I despise them. I hate Nancy. I despise her. But they should not be attacked just because they're awful. An echo of the January 6th Capitol Hill riot. That uh, sounds like a good time. Sounds like that guy's a sociopath. Just saying. Just being honest with you, because that's what I do here. Please don't be offended. He's sorry in advance. Like a lot of dads, he posted a photo with his two teenage daughters. But Wow, a father putting up a picture with his daughter? Whoa! Rip into the man for being attentive to his daughters. This isn't just any father. He's a top TV news anchor in Orlando. And he was stunned when the internet trolls went on the attack over his daughter's outfits. You are a loser if you care about someone else's daughter's outfit, especially when they're underage. That's called being creepy. That's called you should probably have your hard drive checked. Those aren't good vibes. Well, I'm going to critique a 16-year-old's outfit. Uh, don't hang out with me. Don't come near me. It's a proud dad embracing his daughters on a big night. Their high school homecoming. And that's a good thing. We rip into deadbeat dads for being losers. But when you have a father that's there and loves his daughters, according to the picture, no. We must condemn their dress. Shut up. Why are you even looking at a 16-year-old's legs? WKMG ClickOrlando.com's anchor Matt Austin shared the photo on Facebook. First time ever that my daughters are doing homecoming together. She's a senior, she's a freshman, and... Yeah, that's really what the internet should be doing, critiquing teenagers. You're not creepy. So I always like to get a little picture, proud dad moment. What do you You're critiquing someone that was born in 2005 at the earliest. You're a little weird never expected was the backlash those dresses are too short goes one comment and then why do you care they don't affect your life you're a karen you're a keith you're hiding behind a keyboard like a loser if this news anchor and his underage daughters were to walk in you wouldn't say it and if you did you'd get your face smashed in by the news reporter this the girls are beautiful but why are they choosing such skimpy dresses wow 
let's just judge teenagers. I'm sure the parents that are commenting this, I'm sure your kids, because you guys are such disciplinarians, I'm sure your kids are so well behaved and not out there having underage sex and underage drinking parties. The parents that are over the top on scolding their kids, those kids are the ones that end up being promiscuous. Those are the kids that end up partying really hard. When you make a huge effort to tell your kids not to do something, this just in, they're going to do it. And this, you ought to be ashamed of yourself, dad. Oh, whoever wrote that, I'm sure you just make great choices in life. I spoke to Austin and his daughters, Addison and Olivia today. These kids mean the world to me. So when you kind of put them in the crossfire, it drives me crazy. Addison, what did you think of some of those comments that you saw? Some of them were really hateful. Like, so yeah, that sucks. I didn't really get that in social media or in high school, rather. I didn't get that in high school and social media. I was on Google Plus. Surprisingly hateful. Austin says he and his wife don't want to dictate what the girls should wear. Now let's be clear. Those outfits are not the ones I would choose for my daughters to leave the house. If it were up to me, it'd be 24-7 Snuggies. We want to give... That sounds a little, possess a little possessive. A little weird. I want you to be a nun and never grow up. If it were up to me, it'd be 24-7 Snuggies. We want to give these kids some freedom to make their own decisions. All of a sudden, I don't care about what teenagers wear anymore. All of a sudden, I want to hear about Tom Brady's divorce. Yeah. After his failing marriage to Giselle Bunchen made headlines for months, overnight Tom Brady said he wanted to keep a low profile on Halloween. Hopefully I'm somewhat anonymous tonight so the kids can really enjoy themselves. Just wear a mask, man. It's Brady's first Halloween as a single dad. The high-profile pair moved quickly last week to end their marriage. Court records show their divorce was filed and finalized on the same day, with their relationship described as irretrievably broken. Ah, breakups are never fun. No one ever wakes up in the morning and is like, ah, oh, I want to deal with a breakup. And the worst part about the breakup is you look at all the reasons why it was the best decision ever, and then you're like, oh, but the good times. Ugh, it ain't fun. Brady saying last night about the split. The good news is things, it's a very amicable situation, and I'm really focused on two things, and taking care of my family, and certainly my children, and Secondly, doing the best job I can to win football games. His performance on the field has suffered in this his 23rd year in the NFL. Uh, maybe it's because Todd Bowles is the coach. I don't know. Call me crazy. The guy who failed miserably at the Jets. You're telling me that a guy who probably had the record of three and five at one point with the Jets, you're telling me he's going to bring that to a Buccaneer team? Whoa. Never saw that coming. Oh. Just saying. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a losing three and five record we so know. far this season. We know. No losing is no fun for any of us. I don't think any, I don't think anybody wakes up in the morning and they're like, "Oh, I want to lose today." Asked if his personal issues have presented challenges for him as a player, Brady says he's confident he can balance home life and his job. That's I don't want to be mean. I don't want to rip into the goat. But I think the reason the divorce happened is because you couldn't balance that. Call me crazy. What professionals do. You focus at work. Yeah. You have time to work. Uh, what about the kids? When you come home, you focus on the priorities that 
are at home and all you can do is the best you could do yeah tell me about it it's the love triangle the whole world is talking about what did you see on set between harry and olivia he was nice you know he had a secret going on in this world exclusive olivia wilde and jason sudeikis's former nanny sits down with our victoria Ricano for her first tv interview the nanny who we agreed not to show on camera oh what a tough woman you go on tv and you ruin someone's name i'm not saying olivia wilde and jason sudeikis are not douchebags but this heck nanny why worked for the celebrity couple for three years i bet they are awful though to be real with you before she says everything fell apart yeah what was it like working for both of them i would run errands prepare dinner make whoa the things that nannies do wow you're you're so brave and independent you were doing the basic things that you do as a nanny wow let's give you a round of applause you really went above and beyond. <laughs> Make sure I have everything going on for the kids. Read books. They praise me constantly. But life implodes. Oh, I'm sure they loved you. If you were so brave, you would show your face. Hey, guys, remember me? I'm going to bring down your parents and make things even worse at home. But I care about you so much. After she says Jason found out Olivia was having an affair with singer Harry Styles. Uh, can you imagine if a man did that? Oh, whatever, but when a woman does it, she's exploring her sexuality. The star of her new movie, Don't Worry, Darling. Ah, uh, he likes that watermelon sugar. What was the first indication that there was problems? Uh, uh, her kind of sneaking in at 2 a.m., reeking a cologne. It's really nice and hair all messy. I walked upstairs, and Jason was bawling his heart out. He was just crying really hard and saying, Oh, I'm sure he loves this being out. She left us. I'm oh, but I thought you cared about them so much. <laughs> gonna try, I'm gonna do everything to win her back. How did Jason know that she was having an affair with Harry? He was reading all of her messages. She says Sudeikis had taken Olivia's Apple Watch and read a private text message that Olivia sent to a friend. Ah, oh, it sounds like that marriage was really gonna work. She said, I kissed Harry at the dinner in Palm Springs, uh, I kissed him. I put the, you know, put the first move on him. And I'm so nervous because he hasn't said anything. Yeah, it probably freaked out Harry. He's like, aren't you married? I mean, I don't usually care, but I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of Ted Lasso. At this point, Jason said, you know what? She's just acting so desperate, throwing herself at Harry. When he saw Olivia making her family's special salad dressing for Harry, the nanny says he lost it. He oh yeah, that's it. Forget about you giving him oral sex and hooking up with him cooking him the same meals you cook me that's it walking around with a bat he had a bat and and he's like pulling on his hair and, and he was yelling that and sounds she fun. took her salad dressing her special salad dressing and she uh, is, that, is that what it's called left he ran after her and he laid down behind her car so she wouldn't drive off that uh, sounds great also reminds you that celebrities are really no different than us and she says the Ted Lasso star turned his wrath on her. Oh, man, this, this sounds good. Threatening, don't tell Olivia that he had her Apple Watch. Oh, man. I just... <laughs> you see it in Jason. He just looks like an asswipe, doesn't he? Jason told me 
if you say anything yeah. about this, yeah. this is all going to backfire in your face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I literally was trembling because yeah. I thought that at this point, Jason is just so erratic and angry. Yeah. She says she's. He always seems like that. Even when he's in a good mood on TV before we knew he was a sociopath, he never seems happy. You don't look at Jason Sudeikis and you go, that's a really happy person going public to stand up for the rights of all nannies because they shouldn't be treated that way. No, you're, you're just disgruntled and wanting to bring them down. Oh, I'm being a real hero. If you were a real hero, you'd show your face. Ah, oh, whatever. What do I know? Whoa! Happy Hot Topic! Brian Austin Green is speaking out about co-parenting with Megan Fox. Uh, that's gotta be weird. The actor did a new interview with E! News where he dished on parenting with his ex-wife, who he shares kids 10-year-old Noah, 8-year-old Bodie, and 6-year-old Journey with. Uh, wow, you're, you're doing the basics of being a father. Whoa, let's give you a round of applause, you washed-up 90s hack. You're being a father? <sighs> you deserve father of the year on a mug. I'm just saying, wow, you're really... Doing your basic duties as a man? Whoa! Journey with. We co-parent really well together. And we don't fight over time with the kids. We try and alternate holidays between Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. But we're open to things changing. I'm very aware of, and so is she, that our schedules are insane. So when we do get time, cherish it. It's an amazing thing, and we support the other parent having time. Megan is currently engaged to Machine Gun Kelly. Brian also shares 20-year-old Cassius with ex Vanessa Marcel. Now that relationship is a mid-life crisis. Beverly Hills 90210 star is in a relationship with Dancing with the Stars pro Sharna Burgess. The couple welcomed their first child together. Man, she is beautiful. Together, a baby boy named Zane, whom they welcomed in June. Access Hollywood spoke with the actor in September, and he shared about how his older kids love little Zane. They're so great. They are absolutely obsessed with him. It's It could have gone in a completely different direction, and there could have been... Yeah, but it didn't, so don't manifest it. The queen had balls, she'd be the king. So much friction and so much tension with the whole situation, and they just love him and they they tiptoe into the room every morning if he you know to see if he's awake and and they all get in the bed and they kiss on him and they cuddle with him and they're just they're fondling him all day um man those moments of having kids sounds wonderful but the sleepless nights and the arguments and everything else does not appeal to me they're just amazing with him and they're amazing with her and it's um it's it sounds ridiculous but it's just it's a dream situation it really is like we have met zero resistance in in our relationship at all which has been wait till they're teenagers then you might have a different tale for us such a blessing all right sound like things are going good now are things really going good or is he trying to tell himself that who knows hey everyone it's Allie for hollywood life with your card dinner roundup and i hope you had a good halloween because we know kendall jenner did <gasps> yesterday the model poked fun at her viral cucumber moment and 
Oh yeah, she would have a cucumber moment. Dressed up as the cute vegetable with a sharp knife as well. Now, for those of you who might not get the joke, during season one of The Kardashians, Kendall could be seen kind of struggling to cut a cucumber since she was doing it in the most awkward position ever. But it They would know about awkward position. It's good to know the 818 mogul can laugh at herself about this. And she should also redeem herself and chop up some veggies for us. Just check it. <laughs> Moving on to another costume from last night, and that's Kylie Jenner and her cute little family. The 25-year-old posted a cute mirror selfie of herself, Travis Scott, and their adorable two kids dressed up as angels, and they all wore white fits. Kylie and Stormy especially looked I'm glad Travis Scott's daughter dressed up as an angel because he should have been the devil like twins as the mini me rocked an all-white monochromatic dress, feathery wings, boots, and a lavish pearl necklace, while Mama Bear opted for a body-hugging white gown with a pair of wings identical to Stormy's. And then Mommy got a pearl necklace later. Looking like mommy, baby. All right, but switching gears to Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. Now, despite us reporting that these two did spend Halloween together, they are not back together. According to TMZ sources, the NBA star was only there to spend some time with his son and daughter, and the former couple are not an item in any romantic capacity. Yeah, I wouldn't be with him either. There is such thing as cheating, and then there's cheating. And he is cheating. Oh, my God. Also, spend some time with the kids. Oh, I'm going to hang out with the kids for 10 minutes. I haven't seen them since August. The outlet added that Coco and Tristan have gotten to a really good place of co-parenting. And when it comes to rekindling their relationship, there is not a chance that Chloe would ever get back with Tristan romantically again. Now let's talk about Kanye West versus a soccer mom. Yesterday, TMZ captured footage of what looked like Ye storming out of Saints soccer game after an alleged heated argument with another. Listen, I'm not defending Kanye. He's an anti-Semitic piece of garbage. Don't get me wrong. But you know this woman was trying to have her moment. She definitely was poking a sociopathic bear. Parent. In the footage, which you can see on the HL site, the Donda star can be seen waving his hands around until he gets so upset, he ends up walking away from the woman. Ah, uh, it sounds like things are really going well for him. At the time of this recording, it's not clear what these two were talking about since the actual video was taken from a distance. They were probably talking about nothing because even though a lot of words come out of Kanye West's mouth at the end of the at the end of the day, it's all nothing. It's not that much. He never holds back and he speaks his mind. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Adele wants to go back to school. Then do it. Wow, you want to go to school? You're so unique, Adele. We all bow down to you and someday hope to be as cool as you. The Grammy winner revealed that after her highly anticipated upcoming Las Vegas residency, yeah. she wants to go hit the books and get a degree in English literature. All right. After Vegas, I really want to get a degree in English literature. It's something that if I hadn't made it in my singing, I think I would definitely be a teacher. I think I'd be an English lit teacher. I definitely think I use my passion of English lit in what I do. I wish I'd gone to university. I wish I'd had that experience. I won't. I love when the rich people are like, I want to do something that everybody else is doing that's not working, which is going to college or trying to get by in life. It's like when Blake Sheldon made that song for Gwen, uh, like I think it was like Minimum Wage Love or whatever. Trust me, rich and famous celebrities, I get you can have problems too because you're human, 
but economically be grateful for where you're at. You're just coming off like ass wipes. Shut up. Just saying. I won't go to university. I'll do it online okay. with the tutor. That's my plan for 2025. Oh yeah. Let's wait three years. Just to get the qualifications that I would need to do it. Oh yeah. Cause tomorrow's totally promised. This is just nothing more than her having a midlife crisis. If you really wanted to do it, you would do it tomorrow. Oscar winner said at a fan event this week. Adele is set to perform at her Vegas residency at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace from November 2022 through March 2023. It's a lot of time for a lot of lonely women to cry their eyes out. Her residency follows the release of 30 in 2021, which was her first studio LP in six years and fourth overall. The 34-year-old previously announced back in January that she was postponing her residency due to COVID-19-related issues. Listen, I'm not saying she looks good for 34. I'm not saying she looks bad for 34. But I would have thought she's older, man. I don't know why. She's just been around so long. In an emotional video shared on her Instagram. Later in July, she confirmed the new dates and thanked fans for their patience. Oh, you're welcome. Trust me. Didn't really impact our life for that much. <laughs> in today's Tech Bites, a Vine reboot may be in the works. There is. Oh my God, 2013 called. That's how you know we're getting older is when something from 2013 is now retro. By the way, Vine was annoying. It will last for six months and everyone will go, this was annoying and TikTok's a better version, which is saying something. There is word Twitter's new owner is planning to bring back the defunct platform that allows- Bring back Periscope so we can do live videos that aren't hidden by the algorithm. Forget about Vine, Periscope. I said Periscope, Periscope. Allowed users to post six second long videos. Elon Musk polled users in a tweet- Periscope. And then reportedly told the employees to develop a new version of Vine. Yeah, guys, get on it. I know you have a, you have like 90 other things you're doing and you're doing like 90 jobs for one person's salary, but just do this random project last minute. That's how every corporation works now. Sources say it could relaunch as early as this year. Mm. Chrome has a new feature to help with searches. The side- Oh, yeah. Google Chrome is so cool. Like, remember when it was just Mozilla Firefox or Internet Explorer? Yuck. Bar is expected to speed up checking multiple results without having to go back and forth between the search page and the linked websites. You can get to the sidebar by clicking the Google logo that pops up in your address bar. And finally, Ralph Lauren has redesigned its logo for a collaboration with Fortnite. That's not something I would have expected. Ralph Lauren and Fortnite hanging out, but you know. What can you do in this crazy world we call planet Earth, in this universe that's bigger than we can even imagine and that we don't matter? In today's Tech Bytes, a new revenue stream for Twitter. Reports say new owner Elon Musk wants to charge users to maintain their verified status. The that's dumb. I'd rather not be verified then. If any asswipe can get verified, screw that. Reported cost would be $20 per month for Twitter Blue. Must oh, yeah, the same price as like maybe two services like Hulu and Netflix. But have a blue check mark on a site that's toxic. Totally worth it. That's just what I want <laughs> to be on Twitter more. Tweeted Sunday, the verification process is being revamped. Apple's upcoming MacBook Pro might not arrive until next year. Oh, why would it? Apple is just screwing us. Here they are now going to have the new iPhone cord be the cord forever. Thank you, guys. We love giving you money because your products are good. It's like going to Chick-fil-A. It's just, 
It's a basic bitch thing. I love my iPhone now. The 14 and 16 inch laptops were expected to be released at the end of this year, yeah. but Bloomberg now says it may be pushed back to early March to coincide with the launch of the company's next iOS update. Okay. Finally, Google is out with Great Ghoul Duel 2, a sequel to its popular multi-platform. Multi ah, that's cool. Player. Ah, so uh, Google's out there making video games. What can't they do? I'm just, I'm just saying. They seem to be on top of everything. <laughs> he never holds back and he speaks his mind. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Lindsay Lohan has major love for her hobby. I would too. It's got to be weird though being married to Lindsay. Like, I'm not saying he doesn't have a track record, but she's got a track record. In a new interview with Cosmopolitan, the Parent Trap star called her love Bader Sama's, quote, an amazing husband. Hell yeah, he's married to her. While chatting about how her support system helps balance her personal and professional life. Yeah. Quote, well, I have an amazing husband who's a very calm person. Just the best. You would have to be calm to be married to Lindsay. I'm not saying she's not beautiful, and I'm not saying she doesn't deserve love, but she is Lindsay Lohan. She told the mag. Lindsay also praised her family in her, quote, small group of good friends who are just really good people for having her back. Lindsay announced her engagement to Bader back in 2021 and confirmed in July that the two have tied the knot. Hell yeah. I wonder if Michael was there. Man, if there was a definition of a deadbeat father, it'd be that guy. Last month, Axe Hollywood spoke with Lindsay's former Freaky Friday co-star, Jamie Lee Curtis, and she gushed about how happy Lindsay is and how excited she is for her return to acting in the upcoming Netflix Christmas flick, Falling for Christmas. I'm sure the movie's gonna suck. Oh, it's gonna be a great movie that we watched for the next 80 years. Like, It's a Wonderful Life, which is a weird movie. Shut up! But trust me, if Jamie Lee Curtis is saying she's doing good, she's doing good, because that person literally saw her grow up the last 19, 20 years. Lindsay Lohan, she's coming back on screen. Um, how proud are you to see her coming back to acting? Yeah, I mean, I I know she was singing for a while, and I'm just happy she's happy. You and know, doing a lot of cocaine. Happy, talented girl. Oh my God, she's talented. I mean, she can do all of that stuff. Yeah. You know, she is um, a multi-talented person, and uh, I'm happy to see her doing what she loves to do. She got married, I think. <gasps> and uh, we're in a little communication. We we have a funny little text thing going on, and oh, I'm sure it's hilarious. It's groovy. Yeah. So I. Oh, it's groovy. Whatever. Moving on. Hey everyone, it's Allie for Hollywood Life with your music roundup, starting with Taylor Swift because she is going on tour. Oh, and it's never anybody else's fault. That should be the name of the tour. This morning, the history-making singer announced on GMA she would be going on a worldwide tour, and it's going to be called the Eras Tour, which, according to Taylor... Uh, cause get it? Each boyfriend's a different era? Wow! You're, you're, you're so brave! The way you blame everybody else! Like, listen, I'm recently single, and you know... Some of it was my fault at the 50-50, but with Swift, it's like, it's never anybody else's fault! is a journey through all of her musical eras throughout her career. Mm. This announcement also comes one day after it was revealed that the 32-year-old claimed the entire Billboard Hot 100's top 10 simultaneously, making her the first ever artist to do so in Billboard's 64-year history. I would say Taylor is definitely having a good week. Switching gear. Yeah. 
Here's to Chris Brown and his mini me that we don't get to see too often, but when we do. Oh God, Chris Brown is a kid. It's the cutest. Yesterday, the singer posted an adorable rare pic of him snuggling with his daughter, Lovely, on his Instagram story. In the snapshot, which you can see on HollywoodLife.com, the no-guidance singer seemed to be napping on a sofa while his 11-month-old baby girl drank milk from her bottle. Super cute. We love to see moments like this. All right, but speaking of a baby, Billie Eilish and Jesse Rutherford are poking fun at the things that people have to say about their age gap, and it seems like it might not have landed very well. This weekend for Halloween, the couple dressed as an actual big baby and an old man seemingly clapping back at the people who criticized Jesse for being more than 10 years older than Billy. Well, oh, whatever. Some fans weren't here for the joke and wasted no time to share that. One person. I mean, if she wants to date an older person, whatever. And tweeted the whole costume con. But why is she? Whatever. Sep was weird and creepy. Man, if you're judging her relationship, you're a loser. While another person joked that these two, in fact, didn't even dress up. What do you guys think about this? I don't care anymore. Let us know in the comments. All right, and now on to some somber news. Hollywood Life is sadly reporting that takeoff from the Migos has passed away Rest after a shooting in Houston, Texas. I hope the afterlife is bad and bougie. According to TMZ, the rapper was reportedly shot at 810 Billards and Bowling, and Houston police confirmed that the shooting victim was pronounced deceased on the scene. Hollywood Life has reached out to a representative for takeoff for confirmation, and so far, no members from the Migos group, which include Quavo and Offset, have spoken on this matter. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. Jennifer Garner celebrated a milestone birthday in a major way. Oh, wow. It's just a blast. Yeah, Jen's 50, flirty, and definitely thriving. Yeah. Oh, in a new cover story for Town & Country, the actress shares she threw a big blowout party in honor of turning the big 5-0. Narcissist! Midlife crisis! Quote, I basically had a wedding for myself. I was so shocked that I was doing it. Now yeah, we are too. Because you're irrelevant. Now, Jen didn't share too many details about the bash, but fans were quick to pick up the reference to a wedding, seeing as her ex, Ben Affleck, just had one of his own this year, tying the knot with another Jen, Jennifer Lopez. Oh, whatever. So she's marrying herself. Uh, that sounds fun. I have probably the toughest skin yeah. on the planet because millions of people have said things about me. And you're really uh, doing a good job of preventing it from happening by bringing it up, Kylie. Decided who I am. That's not even me. It's hard. Uh, oh, I thought you guys were so confident, though. Hard to, like, just swallow that. Yeah. My friends and my family know who I am, so that's what... You guys know about that. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. Oh, yeah. This following segment is brought to you by Amir Academy of Martial Arts at amiracademy.com. He's got women's self-defense. He's got MMA classes, classes for kids. And if you just want to work out or whatever, go to amiracademy.com. And when you go there, tell him I sent you. Happy hour. Happy hour. Finally, I'm one of those guys who can't wait to get to work in the morning. Like a dairy cow. Ah! From Tampa Bay, you are tuned in to Happy Hour. Call Dang. Hoppy now. 856-49-Hoppy. 
Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Happy Hour. Happy Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Today in Hypocrisy. Welcome back to Red and Blue. I'm Caitlin Huey Burns. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett sat down for an exclusive interview with California's Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom in Santa Fe, New Mexico on Saturday. Where he Did you talk about all the affairs he's had and that he had the hardest mask mandates in 2020 and 2021, but he wasn't following any of them and that California has a lot of problems? Did you ask him that? is campaigning. He spoke about threats to elected officials following the attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul. I've seen the dehumanization of Nancy Pelosi. I don't think anyone's been dehumanized. No offense. The Pelosi's didn't deserve any of that, but Nancy Pelosi's done a pretty good job of dehumanizing herself by not being human. Humanized like she has consistently. I mean, I watched this one guy, was it Jesse Waters or something on Fox News? Yeah. What he's been saying about Paul Pelosi the last five, six months? Oh, let's blame Fox News. That's the new 2005 opinion of blame violence on video games. Oh, but when uh, CNN does it, oh, they're real heroes. They're real trailblazers. But when people on the right do it, they're, they're bullies. You all suck. Money. Just saying. You all are a bunch of hypocritical, one-sided hacks. Happy hour. Happy hour. And like that, he's gone. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over.